Welcome to Bible Reading Today. Uh, we're continuing our study from the book of Romans on assurance of salvation, and this is Lesson 16. Thanks for joining us. Now, if you've been following along with these studies, you'll remember that we've been seeing how God has provided everything we need for our final salvation, and that he does through placing us in Christ. God the Father does that for us at the moment of our salvation. And you'll remember, too, that even though we've been given this marvelous gift and we're secure, he's not going to change his mind about that, you'll remember that we still find ourselves struggling against that old sinful nature, which no longer has the power to bring us under condemnation, but does cause us a great deal of trouble as we try to live according to God's standards for Christians. And if you were with us last time, you'll recall that we've been given all the help that we need to overcome the sinful nature through the indwelling Holy Spirit who is given to us at the moment of our conversion, given to everyone who puts their faith in Jesus. Now today we'll begin to unpack how we can access the Holy Spirit's help. And we begin by noting three things out of Romans 8, verses 3 through 11. Now the first thing to note is in verses 3 and 4. And that is that God has given us everything we need for success through the presence of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 3 and 4 says this, For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, what we're being told here is that when God gave us the Holy Spirit, he did everything for us that keeping the law couldn't do. He credited us with his perfect righteousness. We try to keep the law in order to make ourselves righteous, but we can't do it. So God has given us righteousness simply by indwelling us with his Spirit. His indwelling Spirit assures us of the perfect righteousness necessary for life with God and gives us all the help that we need to live up to that standard of righteousness. That's the first thing we're told in these verses. The second thing to note is that we access the Holy Spirit's power by choosing to set our minds on the things of God that the Spirit teaches us. And we're told this in Romans 8, verses 5 through 8. For those who live according to the flesh, says the Scripture, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that's set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. We're told here that we get the help that we need by choosing to set our minds on the things that God, through His Spirit, teaches us, rather than on the things that the old nature teaches us. We get help when we choose to listen to God's truth rather than Satan's lies, in other words. When we make it our business to fill our minds with the things of God, the Holy Spirit helps us in two ways. 
He helps us understand God and his ways, and he gives us strength to follow through on our obedience to the things that we're thinking about. That's the second thing from these verses. Now, the final thing to note is that the presence of the Holy Spirit makes all the difference. And we're told this in Romans 8, 9 through 11. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Now study these verses carefully. And you'll notice that it's the Spirit's presence that makes all the difference and guarantees us final resurrection in Christ. The only condition in verses 10 and 11 to take us out of our present condition to eternal glory is the presence of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. His indwelling makes all the difference. There is no other condition. And if you put your faith in Jesus, you have his Spirit And if you have his spirit, you have eternal life. So what we're told here is that we get the help that we need by choosing to set our minds on the things that the spirit teaches us while we rest in the fact of our final salvation when Jesus returns. Next time, we'll go a bit farther into the implications of all this. Thanks for joining us again today. Rejoice in your salvation.